There's been a big difference in Colorado football ever since Deion Sanders took over. We'll talk about that and more on today's episode of Locked on Buffs. You are Locked on Buffs, your daily podcast on the Colorado Buffaloes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? This is Locked on Buffs. I'm your host, Kevin Borba. And joining me today is a special guest, Mark Johnson, the voice of Colorado. Mark, how you doing? Appreciate you coming on. You bet, Kevin. Good to be on with you. Yeah, anytime I can talk about the Buffaloes, it's a good day. And, and obviously, with uh, what Coach Prime is doing right now, it's we're living in a different world, man. It's it's his world, and I'm just renting space in it. Yeah, it's a totally different world, and I want to appreciate all of everybody for tuning in. We appreciate you guys making Locked on Buffs your first listen of the day. Um, I appreciate Mark for joining us, and we're going to talk about what Mark just alluded to. You've been around the Buffs program for 19 years, correct? Correct, yeah. Just finished my 19th season. Uh, let's see, August 1st will be uh, actually the anniversary of that, so next year is number 20 for me. There we go. Next year coming up on two decades covering the Buffs. Okay, let's talk about the difference in Coach Prime presence as just in general as a head coach his presence as a polarizing figure um just media coverage obviously this podcast wasn't a thing before he was there so (laughs) there's been a lot of more attention on the program and so give us a little insight as someone who's been there from i guess you could say day one of the year 2000 almost the 2000s yeah that's right yeah i got here my my first two years for gary barnett's uh, last two years and of course he's my broadcast partner so you know things kind of come full circle so i've I've seen a lot yeah the last uh, two decades here at colorado kevin this is unlike anything that that i've ever seen or anybody has ever seen i i I made the comment when, when coach prime got hired back in early december I was going to shot at espn and i said you know this guy's one of one he's a not only is he a coach but he's one of the handful of greatest athletes of all time. I mean, whatever you want to put in that conversation, he's going to be in it. You know, Bo mm-hmm. Jackson, Jim Thorpe, whoever it might be, he's going to be in that conversation. Then on top of it, he's a cultural icon. And, and I said it that day on that interview, I said, I don't think that Rick George could have hired anybody else that would have brought the same gravitas, the same attention, the same, uh, you know, spectacle that what Coach Prime has brought. And the host said to me, you're kidding me. There's nobody else out there. And I said, well, really, if you hire you know, Nick Saban, you're hiring one of the greatest coaches of all time, but he doesn't bring the cultural aspect that Coach Prime does. I said, maybe the only other person that might be able to do it, and maybe if they hired Oprah Winfrey, maybe she brings the same <laughs> kind of, you know, kind of attention that, that Coach Prime does. But yeah, it's unlike anything I've ever seen. And, and you're seeing it every single day. You cover this program. I mean, yeah. it's donations, it's season ticket sales, the spring game's going to be a sellout, it's sponsorships, it's endorsements. It's everything. You know, there was that one week uh, where, let's see, on a Monday night, he was on the national championship pregame show, right, when TCU uh, was was playing against, uh, well, I just totally forget, Ohio State, correct? Uh, Georgia. 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 Yeah. I beg your pardon. Georgia. Um, you know, it's been a long time. Uh, he's, on, <laughs> on, he's on the pregame show for that contest. And then uh, the next morning, he's on CBS Morning News. He's in the New York Times. He's on the cover of GQ magazine. And then the following Monday, he was on the Manning cast for the Monday night game in the NFL. I mean, there's no other coach in America that brings that kind of attention to a program like he does. So this this thing is totally unique. Colorado went from potentially and arguably the, the least relevant program in America at the end of the season last year, 1-11, and it was a bad 1-11. And now they're maybe the most relevant program in, in college football. And I don't think there's anybody else in the country who could have done that. 
Yeah, and to touch on the popularity of someone else trying to take over and bring in the same energy, I was thinking, doing a little exercise in my head while you were talking. I was like, who would bring in all this attention? There's really, there's no names out there. Um, There's none in the college football world. Nick Saban would kind of be the only one that comes to mind, but he hates attention. So he's not going to be out there at the the Super Bowl uh, week doing every radio show in sight. And then um, when we talked to recruits, uh, one of them actually told us that they think Coach Prime is the coolest coach in college football. And I think (laughs) it's kind of emulated in all of his just all of his journeys and outside things that he does. And he always finds a way to tie it into Colorado like he did at the Super Bowl. And so it's definitely been surreal to see from, I guess, an outside perspective. And I think another thing that a lot of people would want to get an insight into is how has the energy on the campus changed? Because I know the students are always have been always been supportive. Um, I think they stormed the field during their one win last year, if I'm not mistaken, correct? (laughs) And like, love the spirit, you know, love the spirit. But how has that energy been magnified? Um, from one and eleven to the excitement of possibly being a national power. Well, Kevin, think of this for a second. So the other night there was a McDonald's All American game, right? And in Cody Williams, who's you know the highest rated buff recruited to Colorado in basketball since David Harrison uh, back in the early two thousands. He just preceded me here. And, and Cody Williams is asked about coming to Colorado. And, and Coach Prime being there, and, and you know he talked about the fact that he's excited about it and energizes the campus. So to I guess. You know, amplify your point, it's affected every aspect of the campus. Students are ecstatic about it. When I'm on campus, you know, covering spring ball right now, uh, you, you can't walk 10 feet without seeing somebody, you know, wearing a prime jersey or a prime, uh, you know, sweatshirt or hat or whatever it might be. I mean, it's everywhere. And, and just the fact that and I got asked this question the other day, by the way, when we mentioned that the spring game is, is going to be a sellout. Somebody asked me, well, what's the biggest crowd you've seen, you know, in your 19 seasons? So I've covered 18 spring games since I've been here. And I thought, I, you know, I might be wrong here, but, for you know, it, it seems to me it's, it's seven, eight, nine thousand, maybe, maybe. <laughs> so, so you're we're... talking about one fifth of the stadium being filled. And now you're talking about a sellout, which has never happened in Colorado. And I think that right there speaks to what you're asking about. Yeah. And for reference, the stadium holds around 50,000 people um, and change. So we're seeing about a 42,000 person increase. Um, I I do think it's safe to say that if Colorado had uh, uniforms for their students, it would probably they'd probably all agree on Coach Prime issued gear. Um, Before we move on to our next topic, I want you guys to know the tournament is heating up and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now FanDuel is giving customers a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign up today to claim your no sweat first bet. Then you can wager on anything from money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net all on our app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. I know I, as a California native, I have to go with San Diego State. I was riding with Texas, but they they let me down. So now I got to shift gears and just ride with the state. Um, but back to the important stuff. One of the big things that Coach Prime has done, um, and he said he was going to do it. It was one of the first ways he made headlines, the first of many ways. He told last year's roster he was bringing his own baggage, and it was Louie, and he basically was urging them to hit the portal um, because he wanted to, to flip the roster, which, depending on how you receive it, doesn't matter. It's a business, how college football works. Tell me about the new roster and all of the new faces that you're trying to learn and just how it looks in spring practice compared to years of the past. You know, that, that video you're referencing, when he talked to the team for the first time about that, I, I took it a little bit differently than a lot of people did. Um, 
I didn't take what he was saying as hit the portal and get out of here. I, I, I took it as him saying, listen, you guys are one in 11 before I got here. And, and like I said earlier, it was a bad one in 11. Mm-hmm. This is where the bar is. This is where the bar is going to be. If you can clear that bar, you're welcome to stay here. But this is where we're going to compete. And so I took that as a challenge to the guys who are out there. Now, now the guys who have remained here and are in the spring bowl right now from last year's team are, you know, we just saw the other day Charlie Offered was making plays like crazy the last uh, practice they had before spring break, which is happening, you know, right now. Uh, so there are guys out there that are raising their level of play and, and wanting to meet this challenge. So I'm, I'm excited to see which one of those guys or how many of those guys can actually raise their game and, and play the level that Brian wants them to. Now, as for the roster, uh, you know, I, I told this on a couple of other shows. I got on the elevator one day in the Champion Center here the last couple of weeks. and about five or six, seven guys got on the elevator with me. They're all football players. It was right after practice. And I looked around and thought, I don't know any single face on this elevator right now you know there there whatever there is it's you know with the recruiting classes coming in it's something like what 45 or 47 new yep. guys are on the roster by the time we get around to august a good chunk of them being all the transfers are here right now and so it's an entirely reworked roster as it stands right now and, and we fully expect when spring break or spring uh, when a spring ball rather is over you're going to see more guys jump in the portal from their respective schools. And I'd expect Prime to grab some more guys out there. If he's looking to fill, you know, still some of the holes that he feels he has. So, you know, what are we talking about by the time we get to August? Could it be 60, 70 players that might be yeah. new on this roster to totally flip that roster? And so that's exciting. I will still tell you this. I was out there with a former Buffalo's NFL guy uh, the other day. We're standing here looking at the roster. I said, what do you think? And he said, well, I don't know what we're going to look like on the field. I can tell you right now, the raw material looks a whole lot better than it has in a long, long time. And so there are a lot of bodies out there that look the way they're supposed to look. They run the way they're supposed to run. I did an interview with Jimmy Horn Jr. last week, who I think is going to be a star for Colorado. Those are the kind of athletes that we can go through Shadour and you know Travis Hunter and all the guys that he's brought in. Those are high-level athletes that Prime has brought in, and that's why there's a lot of excitement and should be a lot of excitement around this team. Yeah, we we talked about it. I want to say two weeks ago, we did bold predictions. And one of my bold predictions was that he was not done in the transfer portal. Um, I think that even though he's already brought in 30 odd transfers or whatever the number is, I I don't know the number off the top of my head. I think there's always room for improvement. And there's always going to be guys from, say, Oklahoma, Alabama, uh, Tennessee, wherever it may be that they didn't like the role that they had during spring practice. They didn't like the new system that they could have been in at wherever they're at. And then they hit the portal. And Coach Prime has obviously been the popular um, attraction in the portal. And I think he does, he works well under just a short period of time. Um, it's kind of weird to say, but when he has no time, that's prime time, if you will. Um, <laughs> I, I look at Travis Hunter's recruitment. Uh, when he was at Jackson State, Cormani McLean came down to the wire. Even the transfer portal, when he first took the job, he had 200 people reach out to him. I think he just thrives under having minimal time. And he's had people commit without even visiting. And so – the, the appeal is there. And like you mentioned, Jimmy Horn and all the guys that are bringing in a new level of athlete. I think it's an exciting thing for Colorado fans to kind of, I don't want to say that they didn't have elite athletes. Cause that one, obviously if you played division one football, you're a good athlete, but sure. they're, bring, yeah. they're bringing in guys that had sec offers, sec experience. Jimmy Horn was one of the most sought after talents out of South Florida. My co-host John is out of Miami. And so he was talking about Jimmy Horn's recruitment as a transfer. And it was like, Texas A&M, SEC schools, SEC all over the place, and Coach Prime got him to come to Colorado. So 
when you're trying to learn the roster now because there's so many new faces? Are you just hoping that they start patching on those little, hello, my name is Jimmy <laughs> Maytag? <or what? laughs> That's about it. You know, I, I always tell people when they ask about, you know, how, how tough it is to play play by blast. Well, it's not easy. Uh, but the good news is I always know the Buffaloes, right? I always know mm-hmm. that team. I've been doing it for so long. Now, for a number of years, I did a lot of national stuff. And then every week, you'd have to get ready for two teams, right? Because you didn't know them. And that, that's the way I feel going into spring ball. And, and it'll be that way going into the first game of TCU uh, because there's so many new players on the roster. It'll, you know, that, that, that happens pretty quickly. But you're right. I mean, it's it's going to be most years by the time you get to the spring game. Oh, heck, I mean, I know every single guy out there, and I think twice about it. This year, I'm going to have to check the roster while we're doing the play-by-play. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, that, that's sure. a good thing. Yeah, that's a good yeah. thing, okay, no doubt. Yeah, it's a, it's a good thing to have new faces and new talent. Uh, me and you, we're going to have little flashcards. Uh, same thing when I cover Stanford. <laughs> there's so many people that have left the roster. I'm like, yeah. like when I'm looking at guys just walking around, I'm like, okay. And then I got to go in the roster and look at the pictures. I'm like, okay, that's who that is. <laughs> he well, just, and by the way, it's really hard right now in spring ball because there's no numbers out there. Right. right? You're right, because we don't yeah. try and took those away. They've got to earn them back. And so when I'm standing out there at one of the spring practices looking out the field, now they do have their, their patches, name patches on the back of the jersey, but you can't see those from what I'm standing, you know, off the playing surface. So I'm looking yeah. out there going, I have no idea who that guy is. No, nope, don't know him either. You know, yeah. there's three or four that I'm getting to know. But, but yeah, that, that's that's the fun part about this. And that, that's why when you, know, you talk about expectation, I, I'm not even sure what to think half the time, Kevin, because um, everything's so brand new. I mean, you talk about every aspect of this program is brand new. It's tough to kind of – you know, I, I don't know how Vegas is going to do with this upcoming season because I'm not sure what they're basing anything on other than, you know, kind of speculation. Yeah, the only thing that we know about Vegas for sure right now, and I, I wrote about this a few weeks ago, is that a lot of people are betting on Colorado for a lot of things. Yeah. And, hey, I mean, spend your money however you will, but there was a lot of Colorado <laughs> national championship bets that I saw, and I was a little wow. surprised by that. But uh, that's, the, that's the energy. Um, before we move on again, you guys, it is the Built Bar March Madness, and it's the bracket is here, so we all know you have a favorite bar or puff. And now's your time to make it count. Go to Built Bar March Madness to vote for your favorites. You you know I'll be voting for the Coconut Bar slash Puff. That's my favorite. And if you want your favorite team to win, then you'll be voting for that bar too. Support your team. Support your bar or puff. And when you vote, your favorite bar or puff will be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky Locked On listeners will get a free box of Built. Not only that, but one Locked On fan will get a 12-month subscription to Built to have Built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. You got to try Built. Built's the best part protein bar ever. Seriously, they're so amazing. You won't even think they're good for you. What makes Built Bars and Puffs so good? Well, for starters, they're all high in protein, low in sugar, and covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, the real stuff, not that fake stuff. Run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your mar- your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box where you're, while you're there. You can vote every day in March, so hop in and support your pack. Support your pick and your pack, whatever it may be. Okay, now we got to talk about the season. Um, I think we've seen a lot of fans emerge for Colorado, which is exciting. Um, But with fans, and we talk about this all the time in this podcast, and I'm often viewed as a pessimistic person because I bring up both sides of things. Um, (laughs) There's going to be fans, and then there's going to be negativity. Um, I think the first time Colorado loses a game or Shadur Sanders throws an interception, social media is going to take it and run with it more than they ever would have for, say, a JT Shrout or a Brendan Lewis. Um, It just doesn't have the same cachet, if you will. Um, So, this upcoming season, what are your expectations for just the overall attention and the season itself? Well, the first thing you got to remember about what you talked about there off the top is that, and I say this all the time of the year, fans see with their hearts and not with their eyes. Okay, mm-hmm. and, and that's why they're fans, and that's a good thing, right? That that's why 
you do what you do and I do what I do. And we have listeners on the Colorado Football Network and you know, they love the program. And they buy the jerseys and all that kind of stuff. That's a good thing. And so for Buff Nation out there, which has been terribly starved for success, uh, well, certainly during my 20 years, with the exception of 2016, not much good has happened, right? I mean, I've called 2004, 2005. Those are the only two winning seasons until we got the 2016, which was a wonderful campaign with, with Philip Lindsay and Seppo Lufau and, and Mike McIntyre and that whole group. That was a great year. But outside of that, there ain't been much going on. So they're starved for success. And that's a good thing, right? That means that that, that stadium's going to be electric every single game uh, next mm-hmm. season. So that, that's a good thing. Now, what to expect? You know, Kevin, that's the hard thing. I mean, you know, we were just kind of joking about it. I look at the team and I say, well, I like the individual pieces. I love what Prime brings to the table. I'm a big Sean Lewis and, and, and Charles uh, uh, Kelly guy. I like the two coordinators they've got. I think those are exciting hires for Colorado. I'm getting to know the staff, obviously. And I like what, what Prime's done putting that together. So everything, when you look at it sitting there out in front of you, looks fantastic. I expect great things to happen for Colorado. Now, is it fair to say, well, the Buffaloes are going to be in the college football playoffs next year. To go from one and eleven and a bad one and eleven to you know ten and two or eleven and one, that that would be unbelievable. Blow my mind if they're able to make that kind of turnaround. That would be so extreme. I'm not sure we've seen anything like that in college football. Now, uh, if they if they're bowl eligible, they get six, seven, eight wins, and they're in there. That would be a phenomenal success when you consider where they were. If they got to seven wins, that's a seven-fold increase from last season. And that schedule, which you know very well, is mm-hmm. incredibly difficult, especially those first five games to start. So if they're able to get to seven wins, that's an unbelievable turnaround. I think yeah. if that were to happen, I think Brian should be the national coach of the year for what he's done. Now, is that going to placate fans out there? Are they going to be disappointed because they didn't go 11-1 and or 10-2? and I, I don't know. I just know it's going to be greatly improved I, I can't put a number on how many wins it's going to be because I just don't know because everything's so brand new. I just think mm. it's going to be greatly improved. It's going to be a fun season. Yeah, even though I, I hate the question when people ask me how many wins. I had to ask you yeah. just because, right. <laughs> you know, right. because people ask me the same thing about Stanford, Colorado. And it's like, well, I'm looking at Colorado. I know their roster as of right now, and I'm speculating in my head who's going to start. and But I don't know who's going to be there, who's going to be healthy. God forbid anybody gets injured and stuff like that. But then I look at like TCU's roster. They lost – their quarterback, their best receiver, their running backs, their coordinator. And it's like technically Colorado did not struggle when they faced Chandler Morris last year. That was like a that that first half of that Colorado TCU game was a tough watch. And that was like the only game going on that at that time. And everybody was watching that game. And it was a tough watch at first. And then Max Duggan came in and kind of started clicking for TCU. But there's just so much unknown going into the season. So it's hard to answer that who's gonna what to expect. Um, I, I do want to dive back into something you talked about. It's spring and the fans and one of the week two. And I'm sure you know what game already I'm talking to. The schedule, me and you, we got to memorize. But if you don't know, that is week two versus Nebraska. First home game of the Coach Prime era. Um, and I've, I kind of joked about it yesterday in one of my articles uh, because Coach Prime obviously went viral, which I think he said this a few weeks ago. And then ESPN picked it up like two days ago, the jersey number thing. Yep. And everybody started going crazy with the earn the jersey thing. And I'm like, we, we knew this, but okay, we're we're back to the jersey thing. I'm sh- I was like, I'm sure people have numbers already. Um, but Matt Rule came out and said, I think it was yesterday, the day before, similar policy, numbers zero through nine, even though Coach yep. Prime doesn't do number zero. 
zero through nine need to be the guys, the guys in Nebraska's case that best represent the Cornhuskers or whatever he said. And so it kind of made me laugh that these two programs, the rivals, um, the coaches, very different upbringings. Coach Prime was a, like he said, all-time athlete, um, dabbled in the media, dabbled in reality TV at one point. And now he's he went to high school coaching in Texas, had success. And then he went to Jackson State. Matt Rule's been in the college game from I feel like my whole life, whether it be in an analyst role. So just talk about how the the difference in these rivals in that week two matchup, because I feel like that's one that everybody's really keying in on in the early the early part of the season. Well, I, I've said uh, only half jokingly, you know, we're, we're going to celebrate the 100th year of Folsom Field in 2023. Mm. Um, and, and Nebraska coming in, that second game of the season may blow the building apart. I mean, I'm not sure it can contain, you know, the energy that's going to happen inside that building. For Col- I mean, Colorado and Nebraska, anytime. When the two teams in recent years here were not good, mm-hmm. the, I mean, the place was insane, right? When we, when, yeah. you know, we won, uh, LaVisca Chanel has the great catch in Lincoln, win that game, come back here the next year, and, and end up winning that game. I mean, you know, those, the building was just nuts at, you know, those two ball games. I can't imagine what it's going to be like. Because, listen, one thing we know about, about Nebraska fans, they are insane for their team, right? I mean, that, that is it in the state of I, I hunt out Nebraska all the time. I get a lot of comments. When people find out what I do for a living, I take a lot of uh, back and forth with, with the fans there. I mean, they're just out of their minds for it. And now well, you bring in Matt Rule. So, yeah, right, exactly. They're, they're just over the top right now. What, you know, Matt Rule's going to bring them back, and it's going to be big red and glory again, uh, you know, like it was 20 years ago. Um, and then, of course, we, we've been talking about what's going on with Colorado. So I think the atmosphere is just going to be unbelievable. We wait yeah. that probably game day or someone's going to be here to, to have that. It'll be a national broadcast that day. And uh, I, I'm just excited about it. You know, I, and, and a lot of CU fans dropped me a line when Matt Rule made his comment about, you know, the, the single-digit numbers. I thought, I don't think he's copying Coach Prime. Making teams earn numbers is not a unique idea. It's been around right. forever. But it's, it's a great way of getting – players and the mindset you have to earn things or it's not going to give them to you so that a lot was made out of that which i don't think that was that big a deal but i I, it is interesting because both these guys are dynamic personalities uh matt rules had great success as well i know at temple and baylor and he's a very good football coach and so there should be expectation excitement on the Nebraska side i just can't wait to be part of it that day and and, uh, you see what unfolds and let's hope the buffs have now make it three games in a row against nebraska yeah, that, that would be a, a big deal for Colorado fans. And the other thing about the Matt Rule jersey thing, too, because a lot of people, I quote tweeted it, and I jokingly was like, this seems familiar. Um, but Matt Rule, had, he, he'd been doing that since Temple, um, which was later qu- yeah. clarified by one of the reporters. And a number, the numbers thing, which it kind of made me laugh, because that used to be like a really big deal in football. It was like, you don't get to just show up and be like, I'm number two. I'm number th- three is my number. That used to be like – reserved for like you earn that number lsu is the program that still i think is famous for that they're number seven um number seven is usually usually their guy they pick their number seven and so it kind of made me laugh that there was like all this spectacle about coach prime and even matt rule making people uh work for their numbers it's like that used to be a common thing i you didn't just show up and be like i'm a five-star recruit i want number 10 and i will take that in a medium you know that was that wasn't a thing back then and so Kevin, when I you know I came to Colorado from Syracuse, I was out there called the national championship with Carmelo Anthony. I grew in oh, wow. Syracuse football. Number forty-four is their number, for example. Okay, oh, yeah. Jim Brown wore it. Ernie Davis wore that number. I mean, there have mm. been great, great run. Floyd Little, who of course is one of the original Denver Broncos, wore that number. I mean, 
that's a, a number of honor. And so a lot of programs have that, a certain number because of their history that's become special for them. And, and so that's why when, when you know, Prime Center, like that's why he talked about it. He, he didn't say it was his, his unique idea. He said, I'm old school. This is the way it used to work. So it's been around for a long time. You've got to earn the right to have certain numbers or even get your number. I mean, you know, there have been uh, basketball and football coaches who have taken, you know, the, the jerseys, made them wear an off-color jersey and said, you got to earn your said school jersey in order to play right. for this program. And so I like that concept. It is a bit old school, and so I kind of like that. Do you think Coach Prime has any Coach Shaseski uh, in him when, you know, when Duke struggles and he kind of takes away all their Duke gear? <laughs> will there be a point in the season where Colorado players are walking around and, plain black tees or plain gray t-shirts because <laughs> Coach Prime took away the gear. <laughs> you, you, you never know. I mean, he's so old school. Maybe that happens. You know, other coaches have taken locker rooms away. You know, yeah. you didn't play well. You weren't allowed to dress in the locker room. So the guys would be, you know, getting dressed in the hallways and stuff. They've got to earn the locker room back. So, you know, that, that motivational kind of thing, I think, works pretty well. And, and it teaches you, listen, you know, we can't just come here. And it, there's not an entitlement to this. Mm -hmm. We have to earn our position. Uh, what we have, all the amenities we have. And, and I, I think that's a good thing for not, not just athletes, for anybody, really. Yeah, and before we go, Mark, I appreciate you joining us today. I have one question about you, okay? Yep. And I want to know, obviously, Carl Durrell gets let go. You never want to see anybody get let go. It's a, the unfortunate part of our business. Um, I covered it with David Shaw. He didn't get let go, but he stepped down. One of those kind of leaving the hand, passing the torch things. Yep. Either way, you never want to see someone lose their job. Um but Colorado's going through this hiring process. You've been there for 19, going on 20 years in August, you said. Is there – I know Coach Prime was – he was linked to Colorado at first, um, but he was also linked to USF. He was linked to Cincinnati. Was there a part of you that was like, please, Coach Prime, come to Boulder? <laughs> like, how excited were you that you get to cover – because it's a whole new program. I don't yeah. think – people don't realize, like, it's changed. Um Athlon literally asked me to cover Colorado, and that's all I focus on for Athlon. Um, Locked on Locked On Network asked me to do a Colorado podcast. Um, even game day is going to be at probably the TCU game. Week two is going to be tough because they got Texas Alabama again, and I, I feel yeah. like that's going to be a tough competitor. But I know week one they have a good chance. Um, there's just so much difference in Boulder. And so give me a little insight as to your thought process during that hiring process. Well, you've got to remember, after being here this, you know, here this long and loving this program like I do, I, I just, mm -hmm. I, and I've gone way too, through too, way too many coaching changes here. I mean, it's right. ridiculous how many coaches that I've seen come and go since I've been here through 19 seasons. So mm -hmm. for me, number one, all I want is for goodness sake, hire somebody good. Let's get this program back on track. And then when you hear the, the Deion Sanders name come up, and they're like, well, Coach Prime, I hadn't really thought about that. And my initial reaction is, well, I don't, I don't understand the connection there, right? He's, he grew up down south in the southeast. He, he played mainly down south. Yes, he was with the 49ers, uh, but, you know, mainly he was a southern guy. Um, he's coaching right now in the south. I thought, yeah, I don't understand the connection. It you know, like a lot of people, you try and draw, you know, the way it works. Whenever there's a coaching change, you're looking at what are the, how do you connect the dots here? Right. You know, did had they come through as an assistant? Do they have history in this in this uh, conference? Uh, they have a connection, right? Yeah, they have a connection with the athletic director, whatever it might be. And I kept I kept thinking, I don't see that. But then, in my position, uh, as I'm nosing around a little bit, I was told basically this is legit. I mean, it's real. It could happen. We're trying to get things done, and so now I'm keeping my mouth shut. I mean, I you know everyone was so shocked when the announcement came out. 
basically two weeks ahead of it, I was told, listen, this is legit and it's probably going to happen. And so I'm kind of biting my tongue thinking how exciting this could be because I realized, just like we talked about to start out the podcast, what was going to come along with it. Now, did I expect what it, it actually is? No, I never envisioned the amount of attention it was going to garner, but I knew it would be enormous and it would alter the program and really kind of change the trajectory of it. So, yeah, I was really kind of tickled about it right off the top. And uh, now that he's here and, you know, it's even bigger and better than I actually expected. Yeah, it was it definitely, I heard Colorado and like in my initial response, just as not as someone who covers the sport, just as a fan of the sport, I was like, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders of Colorado. I was like, he didn't play for the Broncos. I was like, I don't nope. think he played for the Rockies when he played in the MLB. Nope. I was like, it's like I don't, I don't see it. I was like, it's nose there. Um, that's that's like my my instant reaction every time people, especially people from Colorado. I don't think they realize how even if your winters aren't cold to you guys, the snow is a big deterrent to a lot of people. I lived sure. in Connecticut for a year. Um, it practically was the death of me. You know, I was out there shoveling snow <laughs> to get off my car, and I thought I was not going to make it. And so the snow could be a big deterrent. And I was like, he's from South Florida. Why would he go to the call? Why would he go where it snows? Like. He's not used to the snow, whatever. And then it was like picking up steam. And I'm like, I mean, it is a Pac-12. It is a program that could be the face of the conference eventually with USC and UCLA leaving. I was like, oh, okay. So either way, glad glad he's here. You know, glad it brought us together. And I'm glad you were able to join us on today's episode, Locked on Buffs. Um, we're available wherever you get your podcast. And Mark, before we depart, any any final thoughts? Well, I was just going to say, you know, that, that's one of the dirty little secrets about those of us who live. I live up in the mountains west of Denver. I'm up mm-hmm. quite a ways up here. But that's the dirty little secret. People watch the Broncos play on a Monday night or something, and it always seems to be snowing, and they got shots of the ski areas, you know, up in the, up in the high country. And the reality of it, and this is what Coach Prime has learned since he got here. Yeah, yeah. it may snow, and then about 18 hours later, it's gone. And it's 45 degrees again, so it's really not that cold. And, and that's one thing that I, I think when you listen to all of his you know, press conferences and all of his videos and shows that he does, he reiterates that on a regular basis about, you know, this isn't nearly what I thought it was. And, yeah. and, and that's why it is. It's a great destination for a lot mm-hmm. of people, for athletes, for coaches. And I think he's found that out. And uh, Kevin, it's been an honor to uh, join you here in your podcast. And I think uh, we should probably talk again because I think there's probably going to be more storylines this season with uh, Coach Prime being here. Absolutely, Mark. We hope to have you on almost every week during the season. Um, We would love to have you on and just join us. Maybe talk about the Colorado snow a little more because, (laughs) I mean, as someone in California, I try to avoid the snow. I did my time in Connecticut. That's what I I call it doing time. I I was struggling out there. my, My winters are usually like 40 degrees, 30 at a minimum. It was like in the negatives out there. I was I was struggling, um, but I wasn't struggling and talking to you, Mark. It was a great time meeting you, and we will see you guys tomorrow on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Bus. We appreciate you guys for listening. Have a great day.